Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Excuse me. So today's podcast is going to be a bit of a minefield. It's, it's such a tricky question to tackle. And often when I'm asked it, it's by an individual I can tackle that. But the reason behind this podcast is I have a private Facebook group. I haven't mentioned it. Uh, you don't get in unless you're a client, basically, or ex-client, either way. Uh, but I was just asked, like, what kind of videos do you want to see? What more do you want from me? I recently conducted a survey, which I don't do necessarily every year, but around about 18, every 18 months, I'd say. And I just ask clients or pester clients for feedback. Not a review, feedback with open-ended questions and constructive criticism and just try to invite some suggestions. And Mindset came up a few times and more podcasts was one of them. So here we are. Uh, but Mindset is very tricky. As I, as I said, collectively, it's hard to talk about. Because is, is it about nutrition? Is it about fat loss? Is it about, you know, physique development? Is it about not letting people get you down? You know, life, philosophy, a lot of different things you could talk about. Obviously, as a PT, I'm going to stick to my lane and very much talk about mindset. But I might go down a few little tangents. Uh, and, and as geeky as it sounds, I went straight to the word like mindset. And I'm already thinking my mind is set. I imagine somehow whoever thought the word mindset... He mashed those two, or she mashed those two words together. So mindset. So my mind is set. So in the context of when I'm asked this question, people are saying, you know, how do you get a mind, a better mindset? And I'm struggling with my mindset around food or my mindset around training. And I just come back to that word. Like, have your mindset. So if the goal is fat loss, have your mindset that you can do it, you're going to do it, and, you know, you're prepared to commit to the challenge. Rather than being, and now I hate this, some clients probably don't listen to this, but I'd like them to do it and to hear it. And sometimes I'll say it to them personally, but the words I'll try and okay, I can't stand when it comes to check-ins and feedback. Because when you say when you say to someone, especially a coach or a trainer, I'll try, you're not really sounding committed and subconsciously, it sounds quite woo-woo, but to say I'll try, you're giving yourself like an escape clause a get out clause, you're giving yourself a possibility, subconsciously or consciously, that you'll bottle it, that you might not get your steps in, that you might not lift the weights, you might not do your cardio, you know, what, whatever it is related to your goal. So I would never say I'm going to try and do this. I'll, you know, sometimes I'm not perfect. I might actually say it. If, if, I, if I don't believe something's possible, I might say it. So even I'm guilty of this at times. But without wanting to get off on a big tangent already, you know, I ran a three-hour marathon, which I never would have thought possible for 90% of my life. And when I did publicly announce it on Instagram, I did it for a kind of social accountability, you know, just something to kind of talk about on social media and just keep me interested in posts, which I haven't been doing lately. Uh, so it does work. And I feel like I needed to say it out loud to then start believing it, as, as woo-woo again as that might sound. So sometimes we have having big ambitions and you'll have a better mindset. Whereas in the past, when I only discussed it with myself and I didn't have a coach or mentor, I didn't tell anyone I was doing it, I would be more likely to quit on myself because no one would know kind of thing. So I think set big goals and you'll have a bigger mindset. You know, if someone is going to do something really big that they haven't done before, they're often going to be very, very determined. If someone's lost a few pounds and gained a few pounds, yo-yoed over the last five or ten years, then it's not really a big, exciting goal and one that's going to capture your imagination and capture your mindset. So your mind's not really set if all you can muster up is an okay, 
I'll try, I'm going to lose a few pounds, I'm going to get a bit stronger, I want to, you know, whatever it is, get a little bit fitter. It's too vague, so your mind isn't set. So I'd keep coming back to that. I might get a bit repetitive, I might sound like a parrot, but I'd keep coming back to that because I think it's interesting. I've never actually, believe it or not, sat and thought about the word mindset, you know, separately. But that to me makes sense. And believe it or not, again, I actually Googled mindset because a lot of people think mindset, mental strength, resilience are all the same thing and the words used interchangeably. But according to Wiki or Google, it's an established set of attitudes. So this is going to come back to what I talk about a lot, about habits and routines. So the key word I've underlined there is established. It's an established set of attitudes. And then another article of... Another kind of result on Google was just a set of assumptions or methods one accepts or adopts. So again, if someone's asking about mindset, I'd look to establish, keyword, habits and routines related to their goals. So it might be something stupid like putting the multivitamins and the supplements by the kettle so they don't forget them in the morning. It might be packing the gym kit the night before a busy day at work. Or to go to the gym in the morning when they wake up and reduce faff so they don't have an easy excuse. It could be meal prepping or buying meal prep or having a set rigid choice, one meal a day. Like I have eggs every day of my life and it doesn't bore me. But I think it all comes back, as I often say, to establishing something. You cannot, I don't know anyone who just wakes up at a random time in the day, trains at a random time in the day, you know, gets the kind of daily priorities done at a random time of the day, whether it's kids, dog, cat, or the boss at work, or deadlines and clients. You've got to have some kind of plan. So you can't just hope to go to the gym. You can't just hope to get your steps in throughout the day. You can't just hope to do well. You will have odd good days doing that. You know, often when you just set a goal, you'll be good, even if you're not, you know, well-structured and well-planned. You'll just be good because you've just started a journey, you just set a goal. You're going to be good. But over a long time period, you can't just cuff it. You can't just wake up and think, what's in the fridge for breakfast? You can't just bounce into work and wonder what deadlines you've got to meet. You can't just wonder when you're going to train that week. It needs to go in the diary. It needs to have a plan. You need to have a your habits and routines. So I really do encourage people, you know, when I'm scheduling clients, I really try and lock clients in to set times to, you know, reduce faff, reduce miscommunication, to have a set time to plan your days around. You know, I don't encourage clients to, I definitely don't do meal plans, but I don't encourage clients to have three rigid meals every single day. That's pre-planned weeks in advance. But I often encourage them to have one, sometimes two rigid meals where when you go shopping, you're on autopilot and you buy your eggs, your chicken or your tofu, whatever you buy. You know how much you need. You don't need to check the fridge. You know, if you have too much, it's going to get eaten and you never run out with those things. So for me, it's eggs and oats, and I'll have them quite a lot. So those well-established principles and habits and routines allow me to potentially have a better mindset because I'm not relying on discipline and willpower because I've got my eggs in the fridge. I've got my established habits and routines. So nobody's motivating me to eat eggs. And yeah, the question's a bit deeper than eggs or fat loss. But when I start the day with my eggs... I'm saving calories for evening meals, so I'm more likely to manage my weight. I don't feel sluggish in the morning because I've had too many carbs, so I'm more productive in the day. The protein fills me up, so I don't snack. You know, I go about my day quite productive, squeeze a lot in. And coming into the day, I don't feel like I'm dieting because I'm enjoying a big, carby meal. 
And that's something I've been doing, whether I'm doing marathon training, whether I'm cutting, whether I'm building muscle. It's just something I've done over the last three years and it's been brilliant for me. So that's something I'd be quite keen to focus on. But one little thing I kind of wrote down is it's a set of assumptions and methods that you adopt or accept. So again, I'm going off on a tangent here, but a lot of that's going to be related to your environment. So I'll tell you right now without getting too deep into personal life and stuff. Maybe one day I will about certain things. Uh, but there's some previous podcasts you can check on, like mental health and stuff. Uh, not that I had any huge struggles there, but I am quite open to being open in the right circumstances. But I just want to quickly get into it, like ad- adopt or accept. So if I can think of the clients I've worked with who struggled most, which actually isn't a huge amount, I'd say like three to five. You know, there's been some clients who do like a week and disappear. Uh, over the years, or like a month or so, or just don't get going for whatever reason, work, kids, pregnancy, stuff like that. But maybe say three to five have struggled, like to the point where the diet is horrendous. Like, and I eat takeaways and I eat biscuits and stuff like that. So don't get me wrong, this is not me talking from a, a pedestal. This is me going, right, someone's diet is horrendous because the meals are just pizza, sausage rolls, dominoes, full fat coke, missed meals, low protein, low veg low nutritional content, that kind of stuff. Those people are only really mimicking the adopted and accepted attitudes, assumptions and methods around life, nutrition, training, exercise. I'm a working class kid. For those who don't know me long enough, I'm guessing most of you do. I'm from Middlesbrough, rough part of Middlesbrough, council estate. It's normal to wake up and have nothing for breakfast or cereal and then have biscuits and cup of tea throughout your working day you know, if you're working or whatever priorities you've got in life. And then even a meal, just have a big takeaway. Or, you know, spaghetti hoops, fish fingers, you know, chicken caves, that kind of stuff. So people, when I go up north, people aren't as excited about nutrition and training as I am. Obviously, there's some. But generally, what I'm getting at with those people who struggle, it's often their environment that's dictating why they struggle. So they perceive they have a weak mindset, but it's just they're spending all their time in that environment of people, colleagues, family, friends, kids, where it's widely accepted that it's okay to be overweight. Now, that's not my comment that it's not, but at some level, whether we're talking obesity, you know, morbidly obese or critically obese, at some point it's not. And at some point those habits aren't serving you. So again, a council state kid, you know, especially when I was younger, everybody just smoked like a trooper. Everybody drunk a lot. You know, and then as you get older, you start seeing there's a lot of drugs around and stuff like that. I'm not talking about, like, mum and dad and stuff. But, you know, generally, there's a lot of that. <clears throat> not in the home. But, yeah. So that that, that stuff kind of happens. And it's just, it becomes the norm. Now, it's a bit heavy talking about drinking drugs. But if the norm is pizzas, if the norm is just, you know, sugary cereals, if the norm is chocolate and snacks and just carbs, carbs, carbs then you're going to feel like you have a weak mindset, but it's just the environment. And the kind of point I might have butchered is what you need to do is get out of that environment. Now, you don't abandon your family friends and definitely not your kids, but you do maybe try and make some new friends. And, you know, as you get older, I think for a lot of people, adults at least, it might be harder to make friends, at least the ones you see in person. But when I say environment, I think the Facebook group I provide is an environment where people talk about nutrition and the other friends probably couldn't care less because their goals are fat loss or it bores them or whatever it is. So if you can find a group or if you can find a community or if you can find a podcast or a book or a community centre or 
and I won't say this often, maybe even bloody Weight Watchers, you know, if you can find something like that, you might have a better mindset. And to quickly move on from that endorsement of Weight Watchers, you know, powerhouse in team, like the bootcamp that we started, the huge part of the success from that, in my opinion, I'm sure Daz and Josh would agree, and Stephen and Noah, is the atmosphere and community. So what's normalised, the assumptions, methods and established attitudes is we're going to train whatever the weather. We don't care if it's frosty, if it's snow, if it's pissing down inside, outside, we're going to train. And I think we do a better job than a lot of people around us of turning up despite the weather and cancelling sessions at the last opportunity. And it would not surprise me if they had family, friends, colleagues, that kind of stuff, kids who weren't that way inclined and would not go to the gym because it's wet or they wouldn't want to go for a walk because it's cold. So that, to me, kind of proves the point. If you're around people with a better set of attitudes or a better set of methods or a better set of assumptions, as I keep coming back to, then your mindset will improve. So it's surrounding yourself with not better people, but people in a kind of, well, you might say better mindset, but people who are like well-established in those areas. So if you want to get good at running, you don't just want to sit at home with, you know, your friends who hate running, love lifting weights or potentially overweight or don't even exercise. You want to be in a Facebook community group where they talk about running. You want to be listening to podcasts about running. You want to follow Instagram accounts about running. So without necessarily realising this, my mindset's probably better for a few different reasons. This would be a good thing to talk about if I've been asked this question. So why do I think my mindset's good or why are people asking me about my mindset in the first place? So I'd say my mindset improved definitely by joining the forces and being put in situations that are hard, where resilience is required and grit and determination. And you come out with the other side of those situations with an improved mindset. And now my determination and stubbornness, I like to think of it, I know my girlfriend agrees, my mind is set. Again, I'll keep coming back to it. So if I say I'm going to run a three-hour marathon, I failed it twice, by the way, publicly. And I said I was going to do it in eight weeks. And I think... I failed it in eight weeks, failed it in 20 weeks or something like that with a niggle, and then I did it about 20 weeks later. But my mind was set, I was going to do it. If I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. So I've gained a lot of from the forces, but it's 1,000%. My mindset's developed way more since then. So I won't credit it all to the forces. You don't have to go into your nearest careers office to improve your mindset, is not the answer to the question. But you could go into, uh, what's the word? You could sign up for other goals that would improve it. So I think it's like stacking wins. So if you've never run a 5K and you run 1K and cough your lungs up, you run 2K, you know, and your legs hurt, your knees hurt, eventually you run 5K. That's like a big win. I would argue you've improved your mindset because you now perceive it's possible to run 6K, 7K, 10K. It's not far-fetched anymore. So you've got to break the goal down and build confidence from there. So part of it is stacking wins. You know, losing your first few pounds allows you to lose your first few stone. You know, lifting the, the barbell initially allows you to do the heavy RDLs and heavy deadlifts and progress it from there. Doing your push-up regressions allows you to nail your push-ups and then you can go into like your bench press and, or your clap push-ups or whatever push exercise you want to do. So it, it's again progressions, but your mindset will develop as you set your mind on the lower end of those goals or those spectrums, if you like, and you build from there. So mindset is not something you're born with, trust me. It's not something you'll just get from the military either or being shouted at. It's often something you do from experience. So putting yourself in situations to learn and to grow, your mindset will come. 
Other ways my mindset's improved then has been podcasts. Uh, obviously, listen to mine if you're hearing this. But yeah, uh, other podcasts I listen to, I, I wouldn't necessarily recommend because a lot of them are really heavy on like being a better coach and, and business and like, I don't know if they'll interest people who listen to me, but if you really want recommendations, uh, let me know and I'll probably just take a screenshot of the ones on my phone and put on Instagram. It's probably the easiest way and you can just pick and choose what you want. But definitely podcasts are huge. Uh, I'm not really a Tony Robbins guy, to be honest. He's a bit too much for me. David Goggins, I like in small doses, but people worship him like a god. Uh, definitely not an Ant Middleton guy, but there's, there's people I've learned from, again, mostly like coaches, to be honest. Uh, books are a huge one. But again, what does a podcast do? It allows me to discover someone else's opinion in a different world or experience area, whatever, to me, different profession, if you like, who's do- been and done what I, where I want to go or what I want to achieve they've already achieved. So it, it's a completely different set of viewpoints that will challenge your accepted and adopted assumptions, methods and attitudes. So when I was in a, well, living in Middlesbrough in a council estate and I was a bloody and a little bastard, basically. When my mum and dad split up, I just kind of uh, started being a little teenage tear away. I didn't have a strong mindset. I didn't have good nutrition. I didn't have discipline. I didn't have willpower. I didn't have any of these things. So you join the forces and you, you discover different conversations, different people, different thought processes. The same from books, the same from podcasts. And it just allows you to gain different viewpoints. And again, without going too woo-woo on this, like, I like to think my clients have a better mindset because they've hired me. I've been a different voice of reason, different set of advice to the friends who were saying, do a thousand calorie diet, do Cambridge diet, don't lift weights, you look masculine, don't lift weights, you hurt your back or your knees. I'm that voice of reason. I'm that different environment that's helped them develop their mindset. So the mindset's always changing, always moving. As my goals changed, my mindsets have changed. Uh, as we get older, most of us get a bit wiser. Our priorities change, responsibilities change. Our mindset needs to constantly evolve and change in line with that, whether it's kids or business or different personal, professional goals. Your mindset's kind of going to have to change. Like, I'm doing a podcast about mindset. There was a point when I used to drink Friday, Saturday, Sunday and think it was clever. There was a point when I used to gamble like crazy and think it was clever. You know what I mean? So mindset will come to you if you try and develop it and you put yourself in a position to learn and grow and stuff like that. Don't be harsh on yourself if you perceive yourself as not having a great mindset or you have a weak mindset. It can be developed. It'll come with time though. So if you're listening to this and you haven't worked with a coach, you know, you, you wouldn't want to aim too high. You, your mindset would be just getting to the gym and doing something. You know, if you've trained six days a week but you haven't been getting results, you, your mindset needs to step it up to, you know, nutrition, to be more focused on what you do in the gym and how you do it. And your mindset can constantly improve and it should generally with your goals. There'll be times in my life when I don't care about nutrition as much. There'll be times when I care more about, you know, how we interact with people and stuff like that. But yeah, I think there's some good value in there. I don't want to rabbit on too much at all because I think I was going off on one at the end. I hope that was useful. And yeah, little points to clarify is, you know, just develop your own mindset. There's only so much you can get from other people in a coach. A lot of it has to come from you. You know, a coach can't walk his steps from you. Your friend can't, you know, stop you eating the calories. People around you can help you out, assist, make your life easier. But ultimately, any success is going to be hugely down to you. It's you lifting the weights. It's you not eating the crap. It's you getting the steps in. It's you finding the balance between the life and the fun stuff. 
and the training, the exercise, the nutrition. So sometimes I know people are guilty of this in business and in you know coaching and training. They put too much onus on motivation and mindset from external sources. They just want to follow the same guy, whether it's you know James Smith and Middleton. They want to watch all of his videos, share all his posts, you know, mimic all his stuff, but it's not always applicable to the person. Or you're kind of outsourcing it. So if you need motivation every day, if you need to watch something every day to feel motivated, to turn up and do what's required, then you're relying on that person or that thing or that object or that book or podcast too much. And you should look inward, which is kind of easy to say, but you need to want the goal. So you need to make yourself or remind yourself why you started and why it's important to you. Is it for confidence? Is it for health? Is it because you perceive yourself as a failure in, in certain areas of life? So you want to succeed in others without getting too deep at the end. But there's often a bigger why. Like, again, I'm not necessarily going to open it right now without my goals, at least. No, I'm uh, but I know, I know a lot of bodybuilders talk about how they got in shape, like ridiculously good shape, like bodybuilders win goals or whatever it is. I'm not a huge fan of bodybuilding, but I respect it. A lot of them got in that position because they were bullied, because they didn't like the, the physique, or often, you know, because they couldn't pull the opposite sex or whatever it was. So people aren't just walking around going, oh, it'd be nice to get big. It'd be nice to get fit. It'd be nice to get healthy. Often there's a big, big, like, deep urge to do it. So people want to lose weight, truly want to lose weight. Often, when someone said something to them they didn't like, or when there's been a major health scare, whether it's like a, a you know, diabetes scare, or like a, a, I've had a client with a, a big health scare in the family, and a, a relative actually died, and that kind of sent them towards health, fitness, nutri- nutrition. So ask yourself why you want to achieve something. If you're struggling with mindset, it might be that you haven't really asked yourself why. Maybe you th- you want to lose weight because society's kind of suggesting you should and there's a lot of like, you know, fat loss, weight loss, fat loss, the whole COVID stuff. It's suggested that you should lose weight, but, you know, unless you're critically obese or like, you know, carrying a lot of weight, you might not actually need to. And maybe that's the reason why you're struggling in your mindset is because you don't truly want to lose it because it might not actually be that important to you. Your priorities might not be what you say they are. Uh, probably not the most positive thing to end on, but I tried to end earlier and I kept on talking. So I'm going to end it now. Thanks for listening as always. I hope that was useful. I hope there was some insights in there for you. And yeah, look forward to the next podcast. I've no idea what it is just yet, but I'm going to stick to it for now. Have a nice week.